Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a pen and a napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic you can carry around with you in your pocket. We are at the state tournament. We are in downtown Lincoln, Nebraska. We are at the Mellow Mushroom right across the street from Pinnacle Bank Arena. And unfortunately, none of us are coaching inside of Pinnacle Bank Arena. We are all sitting here eating food that is bad for us. But hey, misery loves company, and so let's uh, let's go here. Uh, uh, excited to be at the Mellow Mushroom. Uh, like I said, right across the street from PBA. Uh, if you're ever down in the rail yard area, uh, Mike, the manager at Mellow Mushroom, is absolutely awesome. They have great food here. The service is awesome. Uh, you know, just everything about it, and uh, he is really taking care of us every time that we've come down here. It's an easy phone call. It takes about 20 seconds to set up uh, year in and year out. The location is perfect. Uh, if you like pizza, if you like... Carter, what else is on the on the calzones, wings, munchies, garlic breads? We've, we've got Caden, our waitress, here today, and she is absolutely awesome. And so uh, we're... Uh, yeah, we're excited to go here. So uh, come check out the Mellow Mushroom. A really, really good place to be at. So uh, I am here with Brett Ehlers, head girls basketball coach at Crete, Nebraska, and Dexter Goodner, uh, assistant women's basketball coach at Hastings College, formerly the head coach at Ord High School here in Nebraska. And we have a third guest that will be with us here in a bit. Uh, he insisted that he makes... Uh, he makes an appearance here. He's the combination between Elvis and Ric Flair. And we're not going to tell you who that is quite yet. We're going to let that be a mystery wrapped in a riddle, wrapped in an enigma, because that's just kind of who this gentleman is. He's just a mystery within a riddle, within an enigma. So, And, and uh, my son Carter is sitting right next to me here. Always great to have Carter along here at the state tournament. And, uh, yeah, we're just hanging out and having a good time. Britt, Brit, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I appreciate the opportunity to be on today with you. And- just to talk basketball like yeah. you hate it when the season ends but it's good to get a hangout at the state tournament and, mm-hmm. and see friends and, mm-hmm. and chat basketball uh, is your throat okay are you worn out uh you you were already on one podcast here today right are, are yeah you, it's kind of crazy my first time on podcast and i get two in one day <laughs> so uh, look at that it's recovered from our district finals and so uh yeah i'm in good shape ready to go all right dexter yeah but, this is uh like the first time where i've wouldn't be playing here yeah, uh-huh. so i don't yeah. have to be angry being on the <laughs> podcast so i can just kind of be uh it would be nice to be playing today because our gpac tournament uh starts today so it'd be nice to be still playing but yeah uh, yeah it's just nice to kind of come down and watch some basketball and be yeah. on pod and yeah. talk some basketball yeah um how uh oh elvis is already here wearing the merch <laughs> and, and he's got the merch on and everything he, told, he did tell me that. I did talk to him earlier today. Why don't you go ahead and get geared up there, you know? He's giving me this look. Like, I literally walked in the door, and, and you're throwing me to the wolves here. I haven't even ordered a drink yet. Move, move that a little bit closer there, <laughs> sir. Can you hear that? Uh, we can kind of hear it, yes. All right. Yeah? You're good. Tom Crable. Hello. Voice Town. And I, this, is, this is the second roundtable I've done with Crable in a month. It's the second time yeah. he's won, worn the merch the in a month. The first one already almost shut his program down. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky to still be going. So a lot of try edit. Again. We'll see we had to do a lot of editing yeah, to it yeah, before it got see, uploaded. Yeah. We'll see if we can shut her down permanently after this thing. There'll be no <laughs> listeners left of my intriguing <laughs> basketball uh, analogy. We're, we're used to ignoring you, Tom. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all right. It's all right. So, 
how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Good. Watching some good games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're here at the Mellow Mushroom. We're going to go through some. I don't know. We have a list, and and uh, I don't know which, whatever direction we go in. That's where we go. So Dexter, I want to start out with you. Uh, first year, uh, fully at the the college game, and just you know, basically all you're doing is coaching basketball. How was how was that for you? Um, it was awesome. Like I I really truly loved it. Um, you know, just being able to focus on basketball uh, is pretty cool. Uh, but then, like, just how well the GPAC games are coached. Like, it is an absolute grind, and that was so fun to be a part of because there's just you got to be ready. Everybody has their A game. Uh, there's a lot of really good coaches, a lot of good, really good players. And so I think that was, like, the biggest change for me was, you know, every year you have those – teams that are like you know cupcakes right? it, it, that you're it doesn't matter in. what you yeah, do you're yeah, gonna, you're gonna win that game out of them yeah. and and not having that ever like yeah. literally just having to be ready to go every single game that was kind of fun um but then just getting to spend my day working with athletes and watching film and coming up with game plans like it was it was really a dream come true it was awesome mm-hmm. yeah awesome buddy um brit Great year, yeah. you know. Uh, made a made a huge leap, wins and losses wise. You know, just you know, reflect a little bit on your year, buddy. Uh, we did have a, we had a good year. We went from like you said six and fifteen to fifteen and ten. Uh, competed really only had one game we weren't competitive in against uh-huh. Scott uh-huh. and uh, everybody else. Like we competed really well and it was fun. We had uh, five seniors who just worked like crazy and they were great kids um, they allowed us to really push pace and uh, play a fun style of basketball and that type of stuff and so it was uh, I was just super fortunate uh-huh. you know to, to have those kids and uh, they were great leaders and just to to be able to compete in every game like that's what you want uh-huh. that's the good stuff so yeah, yeah. awesome TK yes sir very good season as well you we know had a, uh... We had the tale of two seasons. First se- first half was very rough. Didn't really play that hard. Didn't know how hard we had to play. Just we couldn't stop five people in this restaurant <laughs> defensively. So, Could, couldn't guard uh, an orange traffic cone? No, yeah. we couldn't. And then, uh, you know, a light bulb went off about February. We were, we were eight and two down the stretch. One of those games I had half a squad because they had to suspend them. But um, figured out how to play hard. Figured out how to play man-to-man, how hard you have to play. Um, allowed our athleticism to kind of take effect of the game uh, uh-huh. when you play hard. Um, so we were, yeah, we're, we think we've turned a corner and maybe propelled ourselves into a to a place where next year we, we can start thinking about a state tournament and a, and a uh-huh. championship. Yeah. I Obviously, I was at your last game, yeah. and, you, and you played one of the best teams in the state in Class C1. And, and, you 13 know, points and a half. Yeah. Kept in the first half. Yeah, and then we just wow. stopped scoring. You know, yeah. that's, the game's about putting in the basket, right? You yeah, gotta, you got to score at some point, and we just stopped. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, you, you I, you're down one, I yep. think, with about three and a half, four minutes left, and then the McCaffrey yep. uh, kid hit hit the three lost at the top the of the key. And again, that's growth, right? We lost yeah. our best player on a on a screen and didn't close out like we should, and he hit a three, and we just never could get the momentum turned back around. Yep, yep, yep. So. Boy, that's cool. I watched you guys play against Lincoln Christian yeah. about halfway where you were playing zone, and they were yep. driving to the middle of the – 
and you won the game yep. by outscoring them. Yeah, right. And I mean, so, that was just one of those nights. Yeah. Again, at that point, we're just coming off of a, of a break, a long break. We hadn't figured out really how to play that hard. Yeah. I'm not sure we shouldn't have maybe lost that game yeah. uh, if, some ball, if the ball bounces a different way. But um, but that's a, that was a big momentum change, getting our yeah. kids some confidence. And Yeah, we were a different team at the end of the year than we were that night in terms of defensively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, well, hey, you know, we're down here at the state tournament. And, um, you know, one of the things that you see, and, and we're, we're only a couple of games into it, uh, in Nebraska, for those of you that are, are not familiar, in Nebraska we have two sites. We have Pinnacle Bank Arena where uh, Nebraska men and women play, and then where Nebraska men and women used to play, the Devaney Center, that's all been remodeled now, and, and it's the, the, the volleyball arena um, where they play at. So that's the two sites that we have which I think is a drastic improvement from playing in the high schools. I don't know about you guys for the smaller schools. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's, I go back and forth. Like, I I can remember my first game as a coach at North Star, and we're a town of 600 people, and I think the entire town got there. It could have been and, looted. And it was just, was packed. just absolutely packed, yeah. and I remember being so nervous, but that environment being so cool. Um, but then, like, the next year – we go down, we win our first game, and then we go to Devaney, and, like, just the environment being so big that mm-hmm. you don't have that, like, same energy right on the court, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but, so I always kind of like that first-round game there and then get to the bigger environment. It's kind of yeah. fun to, yeah. to have, but um, but I go back and forth because yeah. it's great for the kids to be able to be at Devaney and to be at Pinnacle Bank. Like, yeah. you don't you want to have that opportunity as well. So sure. I kind of yeah. go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I'll say from a fan experience, uh, I love having it in two locations where yeah. you can go and oh, you yeah. can see gate. You know, before it was true. always it, you're kind of running all over and to try to get from one location to another was That's a hassle. True. And so, well, I do think the kids' experience is the primary thing. It is nice in in that. Yep. From that oh. angle, uh-huh. I you know we've always been in two places. I we didn't play in a high school, so I, I but I think I echo the sentiment here. It's all about the kids. Yeah. It's about the kids. Kids want to play in these big arenas. Yeah. And they'll remember it yeah. longer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've seen some district final environments the last yeah, couple of days that are like you're describing in these high schools, and there's nothing oh. like it. No. Yeah. And uh, I can't imagine coaching in a state like in Indiana or someplace where every high school game's like that, or the or the D.C. area where every high school yeah, game right. is like that. Yeah. yeah. That'd be intense. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it, yeah, we've had a couple of games, a couple of good games, a couple of blowout games uh, so far. And, uh, you know, one of the things that Carter and I, when we were watching our first game this morning, was you could tell both teams were really, really nervous, oh, yeah. you know. And, 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 again, they're kids, and, and yeah. they should be. It's the state tournament, you know. Uh, if, you're, if you're a coach getting ready for tournament games and stuff like that or a big game, I, you know, I thought one of the – first things we talk about today is you know how do you how do you try and coach that especially when you know your kids are going to be nervous and and anxious and they're, they're they're putting pressure on themselves because they understand the the stakes what are what are some things that you guys have done to to try and help your teams uh you know work their way through that um you know, i've had a, a fortune of being down here quite a bit and um there's, there's a couple things. One, you can't, you, as you're preparing for this, and on the boys' side, you have so much time. 
So you can't lose conditioning. You got to yeah. keep them in condition. You got to play during the practice. So that was a thing I learned as a, as a young coach is don't give them the time off. They may want the time off, but don't get the time off. And then when you get here, I, I've always thought like getting to the state tournament was the great coaching feat and the great coaching thing. And that's that I felt really good about that. When you get here, there's so many things out of your control. Oh, yeah. Matchups are out of your control. What kid is going to settle in faster than the other kids? Um, is your team going to settle in as a whole better than the other team does? Is the, is the ball going to go in the hoop for you? I, there's just so many things you can't control when you're down here um, that uh, I don't know how you really prepare other than try to you know, keep the kids, uh, whatever their process is through those days, through your game process, try to keep it as normalized as possible. And then uh, have tell them to have fun, enjoy the moment, and and see where the chips land. Yeah. So I think um, you know, for me, it was always we talked about it throughout the entire year, right? Like as you're prepping for it, like you know what your warm up's going to be at state. It's a little bit different than like normal games. So what we would do is whenever that time was, we would have the same warm up. Like we would go yeah. in the hallway and we do our active warm up. Yeah. And that way, like that, because when the balls up in the air you know eventually you kind of find your rhythm so you just yeah. try to do the pregame as much as normal as possible that way yeah. the kids it, just could kind of roll yeah. into what they were used you got, to you got the you got the 25 minute yeah, uh, yeah. warm yep. up you're yep. mandated you have to step yep. off the floor at like the six and a half minute mark or whatever it is yep. and and uh yeah so yeah that's that's a different deal as well so sorry dexter go ahead no 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 that's a i think that's all i had and then you just yeah when you're every day in practice like you talk about it i mean we did anyway i mean Mm -hmm. some coaches don't want to do that but we would talk about it and just say we're going to be ready for this we're we're going to have a Mm -hmm. you know we're going to be prepped better than everybody else yeah try to have that confidence rolling into it yeah no i 100 percent believe in that talking about it we were we were well below 500 at one point and we're talking about well we're going to make this end of season run to the district to the state and if you don't say it they'll never believe it yeah, right. exactly. And yeah. dream it, right? Yeah. 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 I think, you know, the. I think dealing with nerves and stress and stuff like that, at least coaching girls, is like one of the biggest things throughout yeah. the entire season. Oh, yeah. Of, like, that's the one, oftentimes the biggest hurdle for my teams is just this excitement, but nerves, and they're so worried about being anxious or nervous about something so so we actually just talk about it all the time so that so that everybody knows like this is normal Mm -hmm. like this is the good stuff and it's all about our mindset for how we approach it versus being surprised by it or anything like that and so there's a great uh ted talk out there by a stanford professor who deals with uh uh, stress and the impact of stress and stuff like that. And her whole point is, it's not that stress is bad for you; it's how you think about stress yeah. that's bad for you. <laughs> and so we just we watch that, we talk about it, and we bring up that it's all your mindset. Yeah. Like if you think it's bad to be nervous, then it's gonna end up being bad for you. But yeah. if you see it as this energy and this excitement, right. and it gives you that lift. Then let's get after it. Like, yeah. this is the good stuff we get to do. Yes. Uh, one of the things I've talked about with teams before is, hey, this is why you get up at 630 in the morning yeah. and lift the yep. weights. This is yep. why we do the open gyms. This is why we get on in, in cramped cars and drive to 
team camps and and get our bus stuck on the side of the <laughs> yeah. road. Buses that break down. Bus breaks down in, in a hundred five degree temperature. We were we were we did a barnstorming deal last summer, and we were on our way to Crete to scrimmage Britt's team, and we had a school bus and a hose busted on the oh, bus, no. and it was literally like a hundred degrees that day. It's great, like safety. Issues, yeah, besides yeah. Being and, on and the so we, and we were stuck on the side of I-80, just outside of Lincoln, for about an hour and a half, waiting for our replacement bus to come get us. So, uh, but yeah, this this is why we do all that stuff. This yep. is why we go through it. You know, yada yada yada. And and so go out, play with joy, play with energy, get the crowd into it. You know, all that all that stuff. I, I you know, and, and and you can say all that. It's up to the kids yeah. to take that message and run with it. But I think. Those are some verbal cues. And I also think that as best as you can, I know what I've tried to do most of the time with success, but obviously sometimes with failure, is just try to talk yourself down a little bit. You know, hey, just relax. Enjoy it. You've, you know, take a few more deep breaths before you go out there. You've got to give the picture of calm. I love, there's there's the story of, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen the picture of Bill Walsh before the Super, one of the Super Bowls. I think it's the one where they beat the Miami Dolphins. You probably weren't even alive when that happened, but that's okay. Um, when were you born? 88. Oh, good Lord. Gee, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is 1984, I believe. So, uh, yeah. But he's he's literally taking a nap in front of his team during the pregame, you know, and, and you know, just a, a great way to just say, hey, this is, let's just go out and, and, and just, you know, and as a leader, as a leader of your team, you need to try and do that to the best of your ability. Again, sometimes successful. Every once in a while you fail a little bit, but but that's what you try to do. So, yeah. uh, have, have you had a, thera- have you had any uh, sports therapist or sports person come in and talk to your team at all? No. No? We we did this year, yeah. Did you? At Hastings yeah. To find it useful? Absolutely. It's been suggested to me. It, it was yeah. a, a night and day difference. We've been, su- we've been suggesting therapy for you for years, Why Tom. Why get therapy yeah. every day? You know that? <laughs> I, got standing, I got a standing 8 a.m. Boystown's uh, got a million therapists. I've seen them all. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. not Tom again. Here we go. Yeah. We're Somebody. fortunate. One of our uh, assistant coaches actually is a licensed therapist right. and stuff like that. And so... This year, she did a lot of work, and and where we saw it be so helpful, we have a couple kids that really battle it, you know, and and when things start going south, they'll struggle, and uh, her ability to get them re-centered on the bench and stuff like that was just, that was huge for us, so uh, whereas, you know, I can't sit there and spend a bunch of time talking a kid down. Yep. Uh, she was able to do that and, and get kids going again and stuff like that. And it was fun That's to good. see the growth in the kids, uh-huh. like to be able to handle that yeah, stuff yeah. and, and those good. types of things. Yeah, we'll probably end up doing it. Yeah. So. yeah. What do you do with, I guess, unforeseen circumstances? You know, and, and, and we try to, I think most really good coaches come in with a plan A, plan B, Maybe a plan C, and I always say, well, if you're moving past plan C, you're probably in trouble, you know. But you're going to have things. Like we were watching one of the games earlier, and uh, one of the starters rolled her ankle on a play. So she's got to come out for, I don't know, she was probably out for six or seven minutes of game time, uh, getting her ankle checked out, getting it retaped by the trainer. You know, those those are things that you just can't plan on. Or a kid that 
never gets in foul trouble gets in foul trouble or things like that you know how do you how do you handle those type of circumstances and situations uh with your teams uh Britt why don't you go ahead and start on that one yeah so we um you know the way we try to play is we try to play really fast and make the game chaotic uh you know we press we press both zone and man and and we really try to push the ball even at the the point of turning it over more than people would probably really like but because we're trying to push pace and that type of stuff and so what we come back to is hey like this is what we do like the chaos the the and so to bring it to familiarity of every day in practice like this is what we're practicing like this is who we are and so it's not that big a deal so it's somebody else playing or it's uh you know, so and so's in foul. We went out to uh, Garing and Scotts Bluff and played this year, and uh, I sued up eleven girls for the varsity, and all eleven had to play in the first quarter because of foul trouble. And it was—they just called it way tighter, you know, yeah. than what we're used to. And it—it it was consistent, but it was just way tighter. And so it was like, guess what? No big deal. <laughs> like, right. This yep. is what we do. Let's go. And uh, so that's what it, I think is to try to bring it to something that's familiar for them, to make them realize, oh wait a minute, this isn't that, this isn't that different. But that's what I try to do. Yeah, I'm with you. So we were the exact same way when I was a head coach yeah. that we were just you know chaos. We want to create chaos, um, and also you know probably to a detriment at times. Like I'd play, play too many kids, right? But like I'm going yeah. to play those kids that way in those moments. Yes. Like, that's that's what the parents that have the kid that's a star that gets taken out because you're putting <laughs> yeah. another kid in. That's what they don't see is, like, you have to be prepared for those moments, right? Those kids have to be ready to play because you never really know who's going to roll an ankle, who's going to tear an ACL, what's going to happen. Um, but, yeah, that was kind of what we would do as well um, is just create the chaos. That way you, you're you ready and you know it. And if you can do that in practice, then the game is, is easy. So, Tom? Well, you know, you don't take the Boys Town job if you're not used to this, this kind of stuff because you're you're one day from losing your best player and you're one day from gaining your best player. Um, and we're the junior college of, of high schools. Um, so it comes with the territory. The thing that I decided a long time ago, number one, I was never going to see the kids let, uh, see me panic. I was never going to let them see the, hey, next guy in, this is your opportunity. Let's go. You know, so-and-so made a bad decision. He's no longer here. We're done talking about it. I also don't – I tell my assistants, we're not going to show any panic and fear. We're just going to coach them. Um, so that's that's a big piece of it. The kids kind of understand the culture and the environment around there in terms of coming and going. Um, so that's that's what I do. And, and um, uh, just give you an example, I have four freshmen in the program. That's the most I've ever had in 25 years at Boys Town. That's the great. most freshmen I've ever wow. had in the past. We can't have a freshman team because we're all juniors and seniors. So we're just kind of used to it. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's been more stable the last couple of years, but, you know, every year is different at our place. So, But I think that panic thing and next man in mentality or next person in mentality is big. You create that from the beginning, I think, mm-hmm. at the beginning of your season, the beginning of your off season, whatever. You're just, your culture is, hey, we're not a one-person factory we're a bunch yeah, of yeah. pieces put together to make a great program yeah yeah, yeah. we're gonna need everybody at some point yep, yep. you know exactly. uh, uh, you, you know the other thing that that we talk a lot i'm a big fan of like tim kite and brian kite who yeah. do the whole e plus, e plus r, r equals, equals o, o you yep. know and 
That's the other thing. We talk all the time. You don't control the events that happen to you, but you are 100% in control of your response to those events. And that's what we, even after we got beat in district finals, it's like, we can make this, we can be sad and we can be upset about something or or we can control our response and then get the outcome we want to have, which is we had a great season. We love being together and that's awesome. We should celebrate that. We hope that, and I know we're getting a little bit into culture stuff here, but we hope that our culture of, you know, how we act, how do we interact with each other, and how do we respond takes care of those yeah. bumps in the roads that we have to take care of. So we're not always good at it, and we're far from perfect, but that's kind of what we talk about. It, wow. But that's the life stuff, yeah. too, right? Yep. You know, like where what we do carries so far beyond basketball. Yeah, like absolutely. that's the, that chaos and how do you respond to things. That's yeah. that's why we do it. Um, what are you doing now that your season's over? I mean, I think that's that's you know it's it's as the as the old saying goes, it's it's not the long fall, it's the sudden stop yeah. that hurts you, you know, and and you're going and you're going and you're going and and I'm sure, you know, Britt, you went into your district final going, we got a great chance here, and then bang, it's over, and and you know, Dexter and and. Yeah, Tom, you know, as, you know, I, I know we felt the same way. You know, it felt like we had some things ready, ready to go in in our sub district final, and and we just couldn't make things happen. It wasn't for lack of effort, lack of want to, uh, you know, all of those different things. We just, you know, we just had trouble finishing. We had one bad quarter, and and the, the rest of the game was literally even. Uh, the, it was a tie score for the other three quarters. We had one bad quarter, and uh, you know, so. You know, it's 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 such a for most of us, it's such a sudden stop. You know, uh, sometimes you can see it coming. Hey, our team's not very good, and we're playing the number one team in the state. We're probably going to be done at this date. Right. But even then, there's a finality to it. You know, how do you how do you how do you process all of that stuff? You know, uh, Dexter, go ahead, buddy. Yeah. So this it's strange for me because I'm in a completely different realm now. So. You know, for me, I also drive three hours a day commuting to work. And so, like, that just all of a sudden being done, and you're like, oh, like, uh, I woke up the next day, like, I should be getting in my car, but I don't. And and then, like, really not knowing what the offseason holds, you know. Like, I've never gone through the college offseason. So I know I'm going to be doing workouts with athletes. I know I'm going to be doing weight room stuff. I know I'm still going to be talking to recruits, but, like, I don't know what it all looks like. I don't know what all that time is. And so I'm kind of, for me, this is the, it's like kind of exciting because yeah. I get to learn yeah. and, and kind of experience it for the first time. Uh, so, yeah, it wasn't quite as, uh, you know, hard struck as normal. You no. know? I got some lesson plans if you want to come yeah. in. Yeah, <laughs> well, and that's the thing too. Talk like a little bit. Maybe being able to sub a little bit and go um, <laughs> teach my kids again, you know, and so. Um, like the, my my children are in elementary school, and so maybe going to go back and, and sub one of their classes yeah. will be kind of fun. So, um, yeah, I don't really know what the off season holds. I know that I've had a lot of our athletes already reach out and say, "Hey, I want to get these workouts in," and I know we're going to have scheduled ones, but they want to do individual one too, and that's just really exciting for me because I love that. I love the individual workout stuff, just making kids better, developing those relationships. So. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for the off season. I, it's not as uh, you know, traumatic for me probably. Yeah, Tom. Well, I got a, 
a couple things. I took a week off, but um, mainly I'm going through some with withdrawal because I've for I have five daughters, and at this time of year, I've been getting their AAU teams ready to go. Well, they're now the the, the oldest; they don't play. I mean, they're seniors, yeah. so I'm going through a little bit of withdrawal as to what in the heck am I going to do? Um, but um, we have we're fortunate in that we have five underclassmen that AAU teams want to play. And so I'm just I'm spending my time trying to figure out what's best for them, what what organizations are a good fit for them, uh, who's not who's not crazy about it, who's going to develop my guys. Um, so that's part of it. Then um, I don't know what I was watching and or who I was watching. I've watched some things. They made a great suggestion. As a college coach, made a great suggestion of taking your players and spending some time and writing down their best attributes and don't even worry about the negatives. So what is, what's their best attributes? And uh, and I did that. I'm starting the process of doing that with everybody in our program, and then sitting down and sharing them with them, and kind of propelling us into the off season. We're gonna have a big off season. Um, like I said, we have a chance to do some nice things next year, but we need to develop. We need to get better. And I'm spending my time individually thinking about how to make those kids better. So that's kind of what I'm doing, or gonna be doing here for the next month. Yeah. The for me, that hard stop is hard for me. Yeah. Like, it truly just feels this numbness almost. So I'm thankful, like, to be up here this weekend. How many seniors do you have? I had five seniors. And how long? They, they've been there for four years. Uh, they, uh, we had a set of twins move in this year. Okay. But who I've known them and yeah. stuff. But, yeah, so I've known That's the kids. That's hard. That type <laughs> of stuff. And, uh, and we'll be really young next year. Yeah. Um, and so that it is hard. I'm thankful, you know, my son plays, and uh, uh, so they they'll be down here at state next weekend, and so I'm thankful for that. It's, he's a senior, so I won't help coaches, you know, club <laughs> right. stuff during the summer and those types of things. Um, for for us, it's honestly right now I'm pushing like crazy to make sure each one of our kids is out for track or tennis or something coming yeah that's a great community. that's a great point we're doing the same thing as multi-sport kids yeah. small school well and, and regardless of the size of school I believe and I think you do yeah, yeah. multi-sports helps kids in a yep. n- number of number of ways yeah in like a, in, out in Crete we just don't have enough kids that we can have kids doing one thing yeah uh, and honestly, yeah. they're not at that level to where it makes sense for them to like go right. all in yeah, on something. Absolutely. We just we need athletes, uh, and we gotta as a community develop yeah. athletes. And so that's you know getting them all, getting them all out for stuff and and being at the stuff and meeting with those coach. You know, I met with track coaches yesterday, and uh, I have a couple girls on our team who told me they were just gonna jump. And I was like, no, you're not. You're running, too. And they're like, what do you mean? I said, guess what? If you're going to play next year, you're running. So I met with the coaches to make sure they know yeah. we want them running. Yeah. Um, those types of things. And so, and then we'll really pick back up. You know, we try to respect everything. And we'll have some kids who will want to come in and work out and do some of that stuff. And then we'll go as a community, you know, heavy in, in June yeah. through that. And mm-hmm. those yeah. You have things. a lot of volleyball kids, Marty? Uh, I'm trying to think. Four or five? Yeah. Five. five of your top ish. ten? Oh, out of our... Uh, okay. One, two, uh, three, three varsity level, yeah. I, I think. And then and I apologize if I miss somebody along the way, okay? So uh, we've got quite a few uh, softball kids 
um, and and a couple of cross country kids. So I mean, we're we're you know we're, we're probably yeah somewhere somewhere around that ratio of you know, but they're they're all doing something like yeah, in our situation. Unless ever since I've been there, we've never been able to do anything in the fall because they're all out. I mean, literally, if we if we have 17 girls out, 16 or 17 out of the 17 are out for yeah. a fall sport. You know, yeah. so. Hey, let's just step back, you know. Oh, yeah. Let me piggyback. This may be jumping to your next comment. I'm spending an enormous amount of time, or going to be, on what to do with the shot clock. Because we haven't ever played. I mean, we played some mm-hmm. games here and there, with, but it's never been a real big part of our season. And uh, I'm so loving crazy. that. I mean, anybody that says that that, does, that that takes away from coaching is crazy. That yeah, enters crazy. so much more coaching and decisions yes. and Absolutely. preparation and teaching and all of that stuff. Uh, regardless if it's boys or girls, it's the same. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I. It's hard to watch now without it. Oh, isn't it? Know, We've like, been sitting. Have, I have two games. I'm going. How? What do we? Oh shit! There's no shot clock. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I didn't mean to cuss there. Folks. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> We're gonna test your editing Mark, skills. Mark, it's, you it's, it. it's it's a good thing you're at a Catholic school. You can go to confession. You're fine. Oh, I have a standing. I have a standing appointment yeah. on that. Too. That's right after the therapy appointment. <laughs> therapy <laughs> <and> the confession. <laughs> <laughs> the therapist is and pointing then, and everyone. Tom, make sure you yeah. get to confession. And they're right back in the chair, so we can read. Yeah. TK, the there's only so much I can do for me for you. There's a higher entity that really needs to look after you, buddy. So. Oh, man. Uh, no, we're okay. We're okay. We're yeah, I know exactly what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. Like, and, and I didn't even realize because it was for me. It just happened all of a sudden where yeah, I was, man. and I'm not being a head coach as well. Like, just being the assistant, like, it just kind of happened by osmosis that I'm watching games in the shot yeah. clock, and you get that internal clock happening, and then you go watch a high school game that yeah. doesn't have it, and you're exact same way. You're like watching a possession. You're like looking up. You're like, where? How yeah. much time? Like, I know. You have your clock running down your head. There has to be five seconds yeah. left, yeah. and then there's nothing. And and then late game situations. Like you know, yeah. I watch these games that are good basketball games, and get ruined because there's no shot clock. Because now all of a sudden it turns into yep. with two minutes left, we have to start fouling already because we have to gain possessions. Like yeah. that sucks, and it's so much more fun with the shot clock. You have yeah. to actually coach yeah. the end of game. And you can't just rely on a free throw shooter. And yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Once again, sorry if I'm jumping ahead on this. No, but I'm the, curious. There, there, there's such for, a strict format here. Yeah. On a, on a, on a, you know, you, uh, with the rule change on free throws, I hate it. Did you have <laughs> see? So I loved it. I love it as too. long as you have the shot clock. Right. But I think if you don't have the shot clock, then it makes no sense because. You're trying to get back into a game. It's yeah. a double reward for if the team that's a ahead. Double reward, and right. you can't. So I was just curious whether you had so teams I think who would I, hold it. They 100. You had to foul, and then if they're a good yes. foul shooting team, you got no chance. 100. percent I wish there was a way somebody smarter than uh, me could figure out how to keep the two shots and incorporate back into the one and one. Because there's so much into there's so much comeback. In, in that late game situation into a to a bonus, whether it's okay now at the four minute mark we're shooting these one and one. I don't know what the rule. I don't know what the answer is, um, but that's such an advantage to the team ahead to yep. shoot two shots. But into your point, right? If you don't have a shot clock, you can just sit there and go Dean Smith four corners, yeah. and put everybody to sleep. That was so. the piece that didn't make sense to me. Yeah, was having the two free throws if there's nothing to force possessions. Right yeah. for us, like I loved. 
hey, we just got to bear down defensively. We got to get stops. Yeah. And, and then the shot clock takes care of the right. the getting us possession if we really play that way. Oh. Yeah, and, and I'm so excited for it because defensively, more than offensively, we're going to mm-hmm. chuck up a bad shot in 20 seconds. I don't care what year it is. Yeah. So I think but, we had one shot clock violation yeah, I mean, all year. I wish we could have. Because you got blocked or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Two blocks yeah, in the right? and that's yeah. why you got one. Yeah, I know that. But with our guys, I've said for 100 years, if you throw five passes against us, we're going to lose concentration. You're going to get a layup. Well, now you only I can I can – Soft pressure for eight seconds. Yeah. Yep. Now, now it's twenty. Now, now my guy's got to sit in a stance for twenty seconds. Well, anybody can do that. Yeah. So that's what I'm. We're excited about. And then what can we do? Don't have to trap as much. Don't have to gamble as gamble much. As much yeah. um, we can teach a little more. Uh, we're never going to be pack line, but we can teach some more of those kinds of gap help principles mm-hmm. that we can't right now. Um, so. Uh, there's a lot of things going on in our brains at Boys Town. It's 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 just going to be a, a better flow to the game uh-huh. overall. Yeah. You know, I I do think. <coughs> excuse me, uh, Tom's cussing into the microphone, and I'm <laughs> hacking into the microphone here. So, um, I, I do think that the five foul thing did help with the overall flow of the game. Um, I you know, however. Uh, yeah, there is there is weaknesses. Now you're going to see it from the flip side. Hey, if we've worked hard for 28 minutes to build a 10 point lead, shouldn't we? You know, shouldn't you? Shouldn't we be rewarded for the 28 minutes that we did what we were supposed to do instead of giving you an out the last four minutes or whatever? So there's the other side of the yeah. coin. But yeah, that's true. There's no doubt. But but I, I I do think I think it's just going to be a, a better flow to the game. And and again, most of the time, most of the teams that you're going to play against. It's not going to be for the first 28 minutes of the game. The shot clock is going to have that big of a deal. No, it's the right last not. four minutes of yeah, the right. game yep. that's going to change. If you're a zone team, you everything. don't have to come out of the zone necessarily. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's just so many more coaching decisions yeah. I love. I will yeah. say, with the free throw deal, I left some girls in to play down the stretch in key moments that before I might have, because they just weren't strong free throw shooters, but you take a kid from going one and one to knowing she's got two free throws, and there's shoot, there's a comfort level on my part, <laughs> let alone on the kid shooting them. Yeah. And so that was that was another thing that I noticed. I was more willing to leave some kids in who yeah. were good rebounders and helped us defensively, whereas before I was like, we can't have them on the floor because right. we're yeah. going to get eaten up. Yeah. Right, they're a liability. I don't. Did you like? Here's another one. So the next, the next thing I would like to see have happen to the high school game that we see in women's college basketball, the advanced rule on yeah. a timeout. Did, did, uh, did you like that? Absolutely, you did. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it, it again allows you to coach, right? Like, there's a second left in a ball game. You call a timeout, and now you get to move it to half court and draw something up, and like. I, I thought it was great. And, you know, to be honest, that was really a nice thing for me to be an assistant because I got to watch Coach Douglas, like, how she used the shot clock and how she used the advance. Because the first time that she called a timeout to advance the ball, I was like, what in the heck are you doing? <laughs> and then, like, she basically had to speak to me like I was a child just so I could figure out exactly what her plan was. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, I like it a lot. I, and I just – so last night, um, who beat Colorado State on that? Oh, I didn't see half court, half court bank. 
Nevada, maybe? Is that I didn't see it. Anyway, oh, yeah. um, they, I, I was watching that play, and then as it's happening, I'm like, God, why didn't they call a timeout to advance? Well, they did call a timeout, and then they drew that play up because it, they yeah. can't advance. And I I don't know. that. I just think it's it's so much more beneficial to the actual well, it, quality of game. And it just creates more excitement Absolutely. to the game. Yes. 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 Yeah. And you know, that's all, what yeah. we're trying to do. Right? Yeah. It makes yeah. the game better. Yeah. We, were, we went and watched uh, Morningside and Doan play a week or so ago, and the end of that game was crazy exciting because of advancing yeah. the ball, and you're like, oh, God, I forgot about it. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, they're running a play now. As opposed to just hucking something. Yep. From deep. absolutely. Yeah. I, we used it once um, against Briar, Briarcliff, because you know they the press, Harvard they, of the Heartland, yeah, yeah. the <laughs> Princeton <laughs> of the Plains, <laughs> the Columbia of the Cornfields. Yeah, they, they, they press all the time. Only only esteemed Academians <laughs> come out of Briarcliff <laughs> University. So anyway, when we the upset cliff. them at their home court, the Newman <laughs> Flanagan Center, that didn't happen um, while I was there. I'm just gonna say that. So, um, but yeah, they. It's the end of, of course, that you game. were in diapers when I was there, but that's okay. I'm, okay, I'm done now. So. Um, you know, that's another thing that was a strategy that yeah. our coach used that I didn't even realize what was happening. And she called timeout in a time that I was like, "We only have one left. You're advancing," and but we didn't have to deal with the press. And like that was something that has yeah. just made the game so much better and like wow. so much more fun to coach. Was mm-hmm. oh yeah, we don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Now we're here and can run yep. a play. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we'd have used all five against Scott <laughs> just to get the ball to half court. <laughs> <laughs> In the first quarter. Yeah, we'd have been like, woohoo, we got a shot off. <laughs> yeah. um, let's uh, let's uh, end it on this. When is, when is the right time to start on next year? You know, I mean, how, how much time do you take? I think that's something that a lot of coaches battle. Some people, you know, you, you get beat on a – Wednesday night, your season's over, and some people are ready to go start thinking about next season Thursday morning. Uh, some people, need, you know, like for for you to recharge your brain, because like you know, for me, and, and this has been the uh, this has been my philosophy since I got back into it. It's just every year is a new year, you know, and it's literally a year by year process you know do I feel like I still got the juice do I feel I feel like I still got the energy all of those type of things um you know so uh but 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 when is it when is it time uh is you just follow your gut I mean what what do do you guys do a lot of time Britt yeah you know I don't know if this is the right thing because I got a whole lot of crazy that happens in my head but like I'm thinking about next year honestly the last third of our season even you know and so like I started to, we started to, when we started to see who potential district final matchups were and stuff like that hey what tweaks do we need saw a couple things and I'm like okay I think next year we're gonna start running this uh what are we gonna you know and so a lot of that planning and stuff I tend to just dive right in this is when i start listening to a ton of podcasts and doing a lot of that stuff maybe to fill a void i don't know but yeah. everything's done with the mindset of what is the the thing that's a bit of a that i don't love but it's absolutely a necessity is kids have so much going on and you get club and you get 
uh, other club sports and and stuff like that. That like I probably got to have my summer schedule done in the next week. Yeah. So that it's we can fuck, it has, make it work for everybody, and <laughs> yeah. I hate that. Yeah, I do. But I'm yeah. with you. I think that's so. I don't know. I but mm-hmm. I jump right in. Well, yeah. TK, you kind of. I think there's. Two sounds answers. like you got started already. Yeah, I think there's two answers to that. I think from a player perspective, they got to get away, uh, spend a month or a couple weeks, and just go flush their minds from the season and and go have be a kid, whatever that means to that individual. Um, from a coaching standpoint, I start right away. I started 48 hours after the after the game into now. Now we're in kind of a two year cycle. We knew we were going to have these kids. We were kind of building for that second year. So. Um, and with one senior, it wasn't terribly emotional for me. Um, and so I was into next year on Thursday. And I've been into next and I'll be next year uh, until I'll take probably a week, 10-day vacation to Florida and with my family and not think basketball at that point. You know, if I lived in Florida, I'd probably be doing that right now, but we don't, so yeah. it's hard to get a vacation in, yeah. in Nebraska right I, now. I hadn't noticed when this morning I was filling up my so car, and it was right. you know, three degrees Fahrenheit wind time, chill. It's just kind of that my schedule has been that way. Um, yeah. And then I'll also say this, you know, I'm 20, well, I'm more than that, 34 years into this, thinking about, you know, every year I'm thinking, do I want to go another year? And I enjoy, I evaluate this. I enjoy the kids. I enjoy practice. I want to go to practice. I have to fight myself on not practicing too long because I enjoy it so much. Yeah. And when that stops happening, then then I'll retire and come get that swag. How does he get like a $50 pullover and we don't have any of that? I know. I get the $50 pullover because I'm in charge. Oh, yeah. well, there you that, go, that's, folks. that's That's That's, that's well, how it is. How you roll the law yeah. <laughs> now, if, if it wants to be sponsored by Wine 121, oh, then, then, we then we can, then we we can negotiate. So. It never ceases to amaze me how you get into my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting good at it, too. <laughs> anyway. How about you, Dexter? Um, you know, I think... I think it's kind of a depends on where you're at in your life type of situation. You know, like when I was younger, you know, it was any. I'm still kind of that way. Like, can't turn it off. I was just to say, be careful when you're saying when you when you when you were younger right. around us but three old I had fogies. a family, right? Yeah, like, yeah I know. I'm I, joking with you because I would say to like any coaches that have young kids, I think it's important that you do take a little bit of time off and yet mm-hmm. and you spend that time yeah. because as a father of a seven and nine year old all of a sudden they're at the table with you while you do a podcast and yeah. they're in college and yeah. like in that so that's that is something i i had to learn and you had to kind of learn the hard way because all of a sudden you look up and your kids are at in school and you're like oh wow i oh yeah. you know i gotta really take advantage of those moments so i think i did that um a little bit more i took more time off since my kids have been little um, yep. so you know i take try to take a week or so at least off to just yeah. spend time with them, get stuff done around the house. You know, by the end of the season, my wife has a list of stuff that needs to be done. Yeah. Um, so you try to get through that sort of stuff. And uh, and I think, yeah, it just kind of depends on where you're at mentally. When we went undefeated and lost in the district final, that game and didn't make get a wild card to go to state, like – I was in a bad place. Like, I couldn't have started the next day. Yeah. Like, I was mentally drained. I was, you know, physically drained. And so, 
I had to take a little bit more time with that. Yeah. And so yeah. it, it's different when you can kind of see it coming and then you, you're you excited to kind of prep for the next year. But when it's a heartache, I think it's yeah. okay to, like, pump the brakes a little bit, take yeah. a little bit of time for yourself and Absolutely. your own mental health. Absolutely. Tom, can you give Carter your headset real real quick here? All right. Kind of getting kicked off. Yeah. You're not, no, you're just. Cursed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you're not getting kicked off. I just. So, Carter, it is it is time. Oh. Um, Tom's got a big head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you that Carter, give us your uh, your annual Mellow Mushroom uh, review. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Plum Family inside joke. Uh, you know what? Did, what did you order? What'd you think of of Mike's Mike's work? Um, I ordered the buffalo chicken pizza. It was very fast, very quick. It was warm. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but it was very good. It's always consistent. It's good. Sometimes pizza has that like the feeling after you eat it, you feel gross. Yeah. I notice that when I eat here, I don't have that feeling. So. That's definitely a plus. Definitely a plus. All right. So two more thumbs up for the Mellow Mushroom Cart. For sure. All right. Awesome, buddy. Uh, we're we're going to stop right there. we got about 25 minutes till uh, our next game. And, and for Tom and I, it's it's a it's pretty big uh, pretty big deal. A couple of good friends of ours are, are coaching um, in this, this in the next one here at, at PBA. Really happy for Kruger and Casey. I They've had a great Kruger year. Kruger and Casey to not get lost on the way to the arena, and they'll be fine. Yeah. If yeah. they just get here on time, they'll be good. Yeah, they'll be, they'll they be got okay. that kind of a team. Yeah. They're really fun yeah. to watch. Yeah. yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen them play live yet this year, yeah. so I'm excited to see them play. We've, so We've watched a couple of the girls, and so, yeah, I've got to watch them a few times, and they're yeah. fun yeah. to watch. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, fellas, thanks so much for, for coming over here today. You know, uh, Hope, hope the pizza was good and, and everything and the, the accommodations you like. I said Mike does a great job here at Mellow Mushroom and uh, he's 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 I don't know he's got a he's got a well-oiled machine here with 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 the operation yeah. and uh, uh, so if you're in the rail yard area, like I said, if you can get in before a game, whether it's state tournament or uh, Nebraska basketball or whatever, maybe you know uh, come check it out. Just can't I can't recommend this this place highly enough. So. Uh, for Britt, for Dexter, for TK, for my son Carter, and for myself, I hope you folks have enjoyed this roundtable podcast. Uh, they, they changed my program on the computer, so when I say number whatever it is, I don't know what number it is anymore. So it's it's number something something something, and uh, we're, we're we're popping that out there. So hope folks have enjoyed it. We're going to be back here tomorrow uh, with three other coaches, and uh, we'll, we'll have. Ooh, a, I was going to say I didn't have anything on my calendar for tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> do you, do you want to come back, or you may get no, one of these fifty dollars no, no. swag here? I got things. a day job. You yeah. got a day job. Yes. So, yeah. We another topic. Another topic for another time. Therapy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 can't go two days in a row. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. So, uh, but no, uh, for 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 Britt, for Dexter, for Tom, really appreciate it. for Carter, uh, for the Crable twins sitting on the table next over there. You know, they they wave hello. Uh, hope folks have enjoyed this podcast. A lot of good things that we discussed here. Coaches, as always, let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.